Hi everybody, um, it is Catherine and Dave here from Fantasy Fitnessing and we are just kind of going to run through some games field historical stats and sort of what it means looking at the semifinals field so far this year, who's in and who's not competing anymore, um, just that kind of stuff because we did a bit of a post on Instagram where we highlighted like athletes that are no longer competing in this year and it was just a bit surprising so we thought we'd dig a little bit deeper into some of those sort of questions that we had about the games field year over year looking at the past so so yeah i guess we we dove into a bit last week just trying to uh chip away the time between quarterfinals and semifinals um and so I guess what stuck out to us is that looking at athletes that aren't advancing to semifinals due to injury or retirement or choosing not to compete or suspension um, or other reasons um, not listed there. But um, on the women's side, I think we had, what was it, 15 athletes that competed at the 2021 Games uh, aren't moving on to semifinals. And on the men's side, um, five. Um, so um, was a, a big difference there, um, taking a look at that. So that, that was really the caveat and kind of the push to be, okay, this seems extreme that, you know, 15 women aren't competing um, or definitely aren't or advancing to the games this year. So like, what, do we, what did that mean from previous years? Um, so that really started us to dive into the data that way. And so we dove into it. Um, Looking just from 2011 onward, um, just kind of using that line in the sand that once the games got a bit settled, on the women's side, um, we saw that on average, um, about 51% of the field from the previous CrossFit Games repeats their attendance there. So uh, generally about half the field um, will come over. Um, at the highest, um, what we saw was, you know, 68% of the previous year um, compete in 2017, um, so a lot of turnover that year, um, and with the lowest total being um, 38% um, in, back in 2011. So again, just kind of that formulation. So um, interesting from that standpoint that, you know, if everybody made it who competed last year, we'd be at 65% going into 2022. Um, seems like a big, a big drop off could potentially happen this year. So then on the men's side, um, looking again at those same numbers, um, on average, you know, 46% of the games field repeats from previous years. So um, less than half. So larger turnover ratio than we see on the women's field. Um, the highest um, repeat attendance was 56%. Um, again, in 2017, um, which interesting, it is the same as the women's there, um, with the um, highest number of new athletes coming back in 2011. Um, with, when only 35% of game athletes repeated. So um, it's interesting to see that, and again, on average, the men um, you know, have a lower um, repeat uh, attendance than the women do, but um, going into this year, um, only five men aren't going to or have bowed out of the competition so far to make it to Madison. Um, so we're, even though that they do have a, a higher turnover ratio so far going into semifinals um there's a lot more um a lot more repeat attendance potential yeah it's interesting that those are both the same years 
but there's probably a transition in how the qualifying for the games went on those years. Yeah, both the men and the mass, because in 2017 was both their highest repeat rates uh, for both men and women. So I don't know what was something with regionals. I don't know if they just did a whole bunch of games repeats from a programming standpoint, but um, uh, something about that year um, made it easier to get back, I suppose. Okay, so that's sort of looking at who's carrying forward year over year. But then we also thought we'd look at how many fresh faces kind of show up at the games each year, looking at how many rookies show up each year. Yeah, so again, starting off with the women, um, on average, um, just shy of 16 um, rookies uh, make it to the games each year. So, um, you know, on, I guess the highest number was, again, back in 2011 with 26, um, with the, the smallest amount being seven athletes back in 2020, which kind of makes sense because it was a smaller field or the smallest field that we've seen in the last 15 years. So, um, you know, from that perspective, it makes sense. But again, you know, 15 athletes or 16 athletes, um, when you're looking at a field of 40, so again, 40, or 40% of the field each year is averaging to be a rookie, um, which is interesting when, you know, half the field um, repeats. So, um, you know, the, it is tough competition. And then on the men's side, so slightly higher, so just higher than 16 um, fresh faces each year um, at the games. Um, uh, the highest number of rookies was back in 2011 with 27. And then the smallest number was 10. Um, they had a couple of years. So 10 both last year in 2021 as well as in 2020. So, um, you know, I guess it was a bit tougher for kind of those athletes to make their, their first appearance in the games last year for the, on the men's side of things. Yeah, when you look at the trend, it's 100% on the men's side, but sort of generally on the women's too, is that it is tapering off. The number of new people showing up at the games every year is getting less from 27 in 2011 to 10 the last two years. That that is a significant number of fewer new people each year at the games. So it is a lot larger commitment of time and money to make it to the games now too. Yeah, no, I guess that is an interesting trend. And I guess we should put the asterisks on 2019. Um, we just took took a look at the, the top 40 finishers as opposed to the entire field. But yeah, you're right. When you look at the men's field, it is just you know a gentle slope downwards. Like there's no, there's no spike back up or any correction. It's just each year, lower and lower, it, the, the number of rookies gets down. So um, that definitely could be to your point that being a professional CrossFitter um, takes a lot of time and effort and 100% dedication that um, makes it a lot harder to, to break into the scene. Yeah, for sure. And then another thing we thought was just fun because we had the data pulled is looking at um, the number of athletes that have like multiple years at the games, like people that have been at the games once or versus people that have been at the games six times. Yeah, so looking at the women's side, um, and we took across anybody who um, finished, I think finished across the games or you know, at least started it, that um, there was 405 women that we did have um, within our records. And you know, without a surprise, um, 285 of them only competed in one year. So um, greater than 50% are kind of a, a one and done scenario. 
and then it starts to to drop off quite rapidly. So you got you know only fifty six were able to make it two years, uh, three times games appearances twenty two, four years fifteen, five years eight, and then six plus. Um, just to put that block in there is nineteen. So when you're looking at I don't know nineteen athletes, it's about half a percent of all games athletes ever have been able to make it back six times. So um, you know it just kind of shows. So once you make it to the top, um, it's hard to be unseated. And then, you know, on the men's side, so we have 470 um, athletes that have made an appearance at the CrossFit Games. 322 of them you know, were just kind of a one and done. Uh, and then again, that trend continues to decrease with, you know, 68 being two appearances, 28, three, uh, 19 athletes have been four. Uh, Again, the five-year athletes are five, and then six-plus years is 21. So, um, you know, that considering the number of athletes that make it to the games, that the number that are perennial are quite small. And then, like, it makes sense when you kind of just look at the games field. You can, you know, rattle off, a, you know, Brent Fikowski and a Noah Olson and a Cole Sager and a Patrick Bellner and a BKG and a Koski, um, who, you know, you do have those, you know, long-term, you know, runs which again when you're looking at a, a field of 40 that's 15 percent of the field right there just guys who just go every year without um even thinking about it so again it's tough to it just shows how tough it is to make it into the scene and just stay there yeah it's impressive that those athletes have been there that many years but yes it is a very small percentage of the games field which is kind of sort of why we're doing what we're doing of let people know who athletes are because there is a lot of coming and going in every game season of who's in and who's out. All right, those stats are all kind of looking backwards at past games years. And then we thought we would sort of pull it forward to what's happening so far this year. Yeah, so I guess what it is interesting to see that um, at least on the women's side of the field, you know, we are, you know, at that 65% um, potential repeat. So um, there is a lot of people who are, um, you know, on the outside looking in and there is a lot of potential for fresh face, fresh faces, I should say, certainly on the women's side. But, um, you know, from a rookie standpoint, you know, looking at the fields and the athletes left competing, um, you know, of the, the 300 competitors that we're going to be seeing at semifinals, um, on the women's side, 53 of them have past gaming experience. Um, so I guess, what is that, like 17, 18% of the field have made a trip to the games before as an individual athlete. And then on the men's side, um, you know, actually jumps up um, even higher. So 68 of the 300 men competing have past games experience as well. So, you know, what is that, 23, 20, 23%. So, um, you know, it's tough as a rookie to break into the, the field even more. So I guess, again, those declining rates just show these athletes are just staying in the game longer, staying at that um, level of competitiveness that, you know, when there's 40 game spots available and there's, you know, 53 women and 68 men who have uh, competed at the games, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of room for disappointment from those past games athletes. Um, you know, even if you assume they're all going to make it, that's, 13 past games athletes or female past games athletes that aren't going to make it in at least 28 on the men's side. 
Yeah, that's a bit crazy. And then also like when you do look at a lot of the games athletes, a lot of them have a gap year sort of where they didn't make the games, which is kind of being explained by this of like there are literally more games athletes than there are spots at the games for people to make it continuously every year. Yeah. Yeah, like just, you know, quickly looking through the list, like you got you know, the poor um Oceana women, like there's six games athletes for three spots left. Um you know, it, like it's, you know, you can build double the spot. So when you have, you know, at least two, two of those could be top 25 athletes competing at uh, the last chance qualifier. It's it's tough to make it to that the games. Like it's, um, you know, it's hard to compete at that level. And you know, I think it's probably underestimated how hard it is to make it to the games once you're at that level. Yeah. No, it's kind of interesting to see just makes the semifinals kind of a bit more interesting now. Like really seeing yeah. that there are that many games athletes coming out of certain areas. Yeah, definitely. So it'll be interesting to watch, especially now that we're seeing, you know, as of today or April 11th, this recording that people are being slotted into their semifinals. So um, we'll be able to look at this a bit more and see which, which semifinals or semifinals and, you know, a theoretical sense got the easier draw from past performances than other ones. But um, yeah, like there's, you know, 31 North American men still compete or who have been to the game still competing for 20 game spots. Um, it, yeah, it, it'll it be an interesting, um, an interesting season to our semifinal season to watch, especially with a little bit more context on, um, you know, how many, how many elite level contenders there are. Yeah, and given that there was 10 male rookies at the games the past two years of the games, um, and one of those was a smaller field with it being 2020. So, yeah, there are going to be lots of names that we all know that are not going to go to the games this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our kind of look back at games field sort of breakdowns. And then what it could mean for moving forward this season. And I think the next podcast we're going to do is kind of going to be looking at the strengths of those semifinal fields. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Um, you know, make sure to sign up for your free account on fantasyfitnessing.com. Um, we'll send out some emails once we get closer to semifinals and the kickoff of our, our free fantasy CrossFit games there. Uh, and then, as always, follow us on Instagram at fantasyfitnessing. All right. Take care, guys.